Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Medium the Message. Happy New Year. Um, I have a quick announcement to make before we begin with this exciting episode of me just blabbering for 30 minutes. But um, with today's episode on our Instagram at the Message UTM, I'm going to be posting a little promo uh, where I just talk about kind of my thought process behind this podcast. And perhaps, perhaps, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, this is going to turn into a little series where we talk with other medium editors because we're all really fun and quirky and we have a lot to talk about and share and so I really hope you take a look at that on the message UTM on Instagram and I wish you all the best this semester and thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this episode. All right, let's get into it. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Medium, The Message. This is episode 15, which blows my mind, but new year, new me, no I'm joking, literally same me. I actually hate that saying because I feel so much pressure when the new year sets in and it's like you're supposed to like get your shit together and like figure it all out because it's a new year, but definitely not the case. New year, same me. Um... I'm so excited for what's to come this year though. I have some really positive outlooks and I think a positive mindset because although I did just say that, I do see some like comfort in a new year because I feel like it really is an opportunity to start fresh and I always see it as that. Like kind of spend New Year's Eve going over the year and just kind of deciding what I want to leave in the year, like in the last year that just passed. So that definitely was my New Year's Eve. I did a lot of thinking like that and um, just chose to leave some things in the past, um, including like, for example, fallen relationships with friends and more than friends, as well as just some of my mindsets and some of my attitudes towards life. I was just like, this sounds like 2020 behavior. I'm going to leave it in the past. So I did that and here we are, new year, same me but new mindset and I'm so excited for this episode today. Um, I just thought that I'd go over some of your new year resolutions, talk about my new year resolutions and also talk about some dumb blonde moments I had over the break where I had lots of time to think and I realized that there's a lot of things in this world that just confuse the actual living hell out of me and um, so we're going to talk about those today. So thank you for joining me always join me on Instagram at the message UTM and make sure you read our first issue of the semester, which is on stands and online at the medium.ca. Um, I have two articles in this issue about new year resolutions. So it's definitely something you should check out. Um, one of them kind of taking a satirical turn about how 2021 should be literally baseline, just about surviving. And then the one in features talking about how we should, focus on our mental health this year, which I think is a really good point, and we'll get back to that later. I don't know why I'm talking like a TV commentator right now. I'm just trying to get this episode out of the way. I know that it's the break, and I should technically have so much time for myself, but that's not the case because I'm very busy, and I have a lot of work to do this break, unfortunately, and a lot of projects that I was trying to accomplish, still trying to accomplish, and although I have two days left of the break, I'm very positive in that I will finish. Probably not, but I'm just gonna keep saying that I will and hope for the best. Okay, let's get started. So much dust in every single key, but anyways, <laughs> all I'm saying is that I'm upset, so if I sound upset, it's just because of that. I'm joking, but I don't know. I just thought that was pretty cool today that I just dented my computer. Love that for me. Also, 
I decided to treat myself for Christmas and I got an iPad. Um, I got like the iPad, the regular iPad, but like with the Apple Pencil. And it's literally been revolutionary, life-changing, made my life so much better. Um, last semester, and if you're in STEM, this is probably the case for you too, but I went through two fat binders of paper, either like printed paper or notes or like printed readings. And it was just like, I felt so guilty and I usually like, I mean, I'm pretty environmentally conscious, but I'm not like extremely environmentally conscious. I mean, I am conscious. I just mean like precautious or whatever. So, but that really got to me. I was like, this is not acceptable. I cannot live with myself. So I was like, I'm going to buy an iPad and it's been amazing. It's been such a great way to organize and I'm really, really happy about it. And I totally recommend it. And you don't have to get an iPad. There's like other alternatives as well, especially um, like Windows alternatives that you can get. Um, and this one was pretty affordable. I mean, in terms of like compared to other iPad models, I think I paid 500 bucks, which is pretty affordable. I know that's not like a walk in the park, but the reason I'm saying this is because I already talked two other friends into getting one and they got one for Christmas too. Well, not for Christmas, they got it like later on. Um, but anyways, this is my sales pitch for the iPad. Go get it. <laughs> so that's been the start of 2021 for me. Um, what else? Oh, I did start implementing some of my New Year's resolutions. So let's get right into those. Um, so I have a few New Year's resolutions and I think in the past the mistake that I've made is that I, I do these really like abstract resolutions like be happy like wh what do you mean be happy like I am happy but it's just like I don't know why I find the need to put that as a New Year's resolution because that makes no sense um, but point being is that this year's resolutions I feel like they are achievable and they are positive and they will bring a lot of like good into my life more than just like physical good but like mental good so in the past for example i've always had this resolution to like get fit get my bikini body even though like i eat really well i try to exercise you know i mean the issue with me and exercise is that i'll go like a month exercising and then i'll stop for a week if i'm like not feeling well or like if i get really overwhelmed with school and then like i can't pick it back up and i can't get back in the groove so I came up with this new thing that I've been doing and I've done it every single day this year. So eight days now, which I think it takes 22 days to build a habit. So we're almost there. But point being is this resolution, instead of kind of being focused on the actual physical appearance that I might get from it, such as looking more fit or toned or whatever, it's more of like a mental thing. So every single day this year and hopefully every single day this year, like, in the sense that like every single day from now on um i've been going on these walks and i go i take my walk every single morning right when i get out of bed i just put on like sweatpants and like a sweater and i just go out for a walk around like 30 to 40 minutes just around my neighborhood i either listen to like a podcast or i listen to um music of course and it's literally been amazing. And I also talked to another friend of mine into doing this and she had the same reviews. Pretty much it clears your mind. Like you, I know it's hard to like get out of bed and like go outside, but it literally, when you get home, you're like, holy crap, I have so much energy. I'm literally ready to like do anything. And that's truly how it feels. And I think that's the issue with me last semester is that I was literally rolling out of bed three minutes before my lecture started. And by that, I mean, if my lecture starts at 9, 10, I would be out of bed at like, 907 like literally three minutes before and just like having my mom make me coffee before I get up Just so like literally bullying her the night before to have coffee ready when I get up and like 
literally chugging coffee and just like getting straight to lecture but like my brain still wasn't working and I was like whatever I guess this is how it's gonna be but no it's not how it's gonna be I'm gonna go on these walks every single day so I'm gonna have to get up a little more early but that's okay with me because the feeling that I get when I get home is just so refreshing although I have not been enjoying the cold so I'm looking forward to going on these walks when it gets a little bit warmer I'm glad there hasn't been any snow so like I've been able to walk in converse because I hate wearing snow boots um, like I don't have snow boots. I have like Doc, like fuzzy Doc Martens, but they're comfortable. But I just hate the feeling because you feel like you're carrying ankle weights and you're just like walking, and it's just not my cup of tea. So I've enjoyed walking in my Converse every morning. So that's my first New Year resolution. And of course, I'm gonna talk about this a little later, but it's totally fine to like not always do what you have set out to do, like. For example, if you're feeling overwhelmed a certain day or like if you really just need to sleep in or if you want to get up and like go do something else, that's totally fine. So for me, there's been like one day where I got up and I had to go um, get some coffee with a friend and I just didn't want to go for my walk because we were going to walk together anyways. Um, And I just didn't go. And then I ended up going on a walk with my mom later that day. So I actually got like three walks in or two walks in that day instead of just the one. So it's fine to like not always stick to a schedule like these resolutions are not supposed to punish you in any way shape or form they're supposed to help you and like multi-dimensionally and just make you more make you better make you feel better I don't know anyways that's the point and then also when I get home I sometimes do like a 10 minute little either like a little yoga even though I literally can't touch my toes but like yoga's fun there's some stuff on YouTube that you can find or other like YouTube workouts there's a few really cool girls and guys that do workouts on YouTube that are super like short and they're short and they're good and they're fine and they're fun and there's so many that I won't get bored. That's the thing with me and kind of doing like a program it's and like a workout program like I just get bored so easily but the other thing though is that I do have like a good life membership and although the gym is closed now I'm hoping to get back to that later in the year and I'm not putting it on my resolution because I don't want to like force myself to go back um because if I get into the groove of things here, that's fine. But I really like going to the gym. I usually go at 10 p.m., like super late. So it's funny how I'm taking walks in the morning, but I go to the gym really late because I don't know, it just makes me really happy. There's usually nobody there and it's late and I get home and I just like sleep like a baby and it's amazing. So hopefully later in the year, I'll be able to do that. My second New Year's resolution is to read six books this year. Um, When I was younger, like in middle and the start of high school, I used to read... I would say probably over 30 books a year. Like I would run through books, probably one book a week. Like it was crazy. Um, And then in like grade 12-ish, I stopped reading because I got kind of overwhelmed with school and work and other projects um, that I just stopped reading. And I know excuses are lame, but really I just like didn't have time to read. And or I would watch Netflix, which sucks, but whatever. So this year I've set out to read six books. Um, I'm currently reading, um, I don't know what it's called, but it's really famous. It's about like Homo sapiens. Oh my God, what's it called? Let me Google it. Homo sapiens book. It's a really good book. I'm really enjoying it. Oh, here. Oh, it's called Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. Um, It's kind of boring and mundane, but I personally enjoy it because like I'm in science. So a lot of it resonates, resonates with me and like the stuff that I'm actually learning something really interesting so that's really cool and then I went ahead and put some books on my iBooks like on my iPad um and I just wanted to 
um, show you some of them or rather like tell you about some of them. So, um, okay. 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 I have my 2021 book list, which has 11 books. So I don't expect myself to read all of these. Um, one of them's calling, it's called Braiding Sweetgrass. I heard it's really good. It's about, um, indigenous communities and how they use herbal medicines. I'm pretty sure. Um, indigenous wisdom, scientific knowledge, and the teaching of plants. It's by Robin Wall Kimmerer. And I read some amazing reviews about it. The next one is called The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. Um, and I think it's like a self-help book. So I should power through that really fast. And another self-help book I want to read is You're a Badass by Jen Sincero. And then the last one I want to read is Calm the Fuck Down by Sarah Knight, which all three of them apparently are really, really good um, self-help books. Um, then there's a book called Digital Minimalism, which is literally what the title says. And I think this is something I actually want to implement into 2021. And it's just the idea of like the simple life and just like being focused on what actually matters and not like all the noise around you. And so I thought I'd read that. It's a pretty short and fast read. And then this other book that I found online that I thought was super cool is 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. And I already read one of them and they are super duper cool. Um, and I'm just really, 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 really excited to read that one. Um, so like here, let me look up some of them and tell you like the titles of them. Okay. So first, the first one is like subconscious behaviors that are keeping you from having the life you want. That's like essay number one. Um, and then, and they're really short. They're like two, three pages. Essay number two is the psychology of daily routine. And then essay number three is 10 things emotionally intelligent people do not do. And I just thought it could be a really cool read that I could kind of read throughout the year. And then some other things, and I don't know, maybe you're into books, which is why I'm saying this. The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. And this is just something I saw online that people are like, this book will break your heart. I'm pretty sure it's a young, um, young adult, young adult book. Uh, which is not kind of what I've been trying to read lately, but I heard it's amazing. So I was like, okay. And then some other um, books is The Prophet, Prophet by Khalil Gibran, which is a classic. Um, the, Dis- the, the Dispossessed by Urs- Ursula Le Guin, which apparently is also a classic. So I'm excited to read that. Um, another classic is Another Country by James Baldwin. Apparently that one's really good as well. And then the last one is called The Last Time I'll Write About You. And I think it's a young adult book, although I'm not sure. Or no, it's a poetry book. Okay, I actually, this one had bad reviews, but apparently it's, um, some of the poems are touching. And I like poetry. I don't know if you've ever read like Rupi Kaur. I'm pretty sure that that's not how you pronounce her name. But um, I like poetry, so I thought I'd just add that in. Um, and then I also have on my books my MCAT <laughs> review because I'm going to start doing that this year little by little. So that's my resolution number two. Next resolution is... Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm starting a small business. Um, I've been working on it all throughout the break, which is why I'm super busy. Um, and so far it's been a really cool experience. Um, maybe I'll talk about it on another episode because it's not all kind of, you know, there, but it's, it's in the making. My friends have been super supportive or rather my one friend that I told 
about it because I'm a very strong believer to like not tell people about projects until they're fully finished because I'm also a strong believer in like um vibes okay in the sense that like let's say and this has definitely happened to every single one of us like let's say you get super excited about something like like my friend she got super excited about getting the new phone the iPhone 12 or whatever and she told one of her friends about it and he was like kind of I don't know how to say it like kind of like eh you know, you know when people, like, send you bad vibes, they're like, oh my god, you're getting it, what? Like, that kind of shit. Even though he got it himself. Anyways, point being, oh my god, maybe I shouldn't say this. Anyways, point being is that she ended up, uh, her phone, they ended up sending her the wrong phone three times. And, like, she didn't do anything to, like, deserve this, if you know what I mean. So I'm a strong believer in, like, those vibe vibes, you know, like, vibes. So that's why I'm not sharing much about it. Um, and then another resolution of mine is to, um, take some, uh, like read sign, sign language books. Cause I want to learn a little bit of sign language. I thought, I thought that would be really cool. Um, I work as an optometrist assistant and I had a patient the other day who was, um, like hard of hearing and he spoke sign, um, and, or rather, I don't know, is it spoke sign? Anyways he signed and I obviously don't know how to sign so he was like reading my lips and I, I know how hard it was for him and then the doctor had to use like a whiteboard anyways I know how hard it was and so it really resonated with me and so I thought I could learn a little bit about sign language so I also got a few books on that um that I'm hoping to kind of read this year and hopefully learn a little bit of sign language. And they say that it's actually really easy to learn. It should only take you about 60 to 80 hours compared to like learning a full language, which can take you like up to a year. So I thought that would be cool. And then my last resolution for the year, <coughs> Jesus Christ. My last resolution for the year is to not skip the little things. And this is definitely something that I would recommend for everyone. Um, so what I mean by that is, for example, when it comes to the podcast, I don't listen to it. Like, I just post it. Like, I edit it, I post it, and I don't think about it. Or, like, when it comes to me writing stuff, like, for the medium, I'll just write and post and then never think about it. And I don't think that's the right way to do things. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be skipping those little things. Like, I shouldn't be skipping, you know rereading my work an extra time or um calling my family even though I'm lazy you know like the little things I don't know if this makes any sense but I don't want to skip it like for example when I feed my fish I just like feed him and I walk away even though you're supposed to watch him eat all the pebbles but anyways like those little things I want to kind of not skip the little things so that's my last resolution it's hard to put into words um but I if it makes sense to you and it resonates with you I'm glad so, before we get into my dumb blonde moments, I just wanted to quickly talk over some of the resolutions that you guys submitted on Instagram on our poll, which I thought were super cool, and I just wanted to read them out loud. Um, starting off with one that literally is what I just spoke about, but... Um, to be more thankful for the little things. That's what I'm talking about. Like, just be more thankful about the little things, like the the food that you get on your table every day, or the um, if a stranger smiles at you, like be thankful for that. That's amazing. Um, another one is to love myself, which I think is great. But again, it's like those really broad resolutions. 
I think it's important to, like, narrow it down to, like, to be kind to myself, to love myself, and to, like, or you could say, do positive affirmations every morning. That shit works. Like, if you look in the mirror and you tell yourself, you're beautiful, you're worthy, um, you're doing great, like, it works. Like, that's more tangible than to just say to love myself. Um, I don't know. This is just me commenting on New Year's resolutions. I'm not an expert or anything. Um, more positive. Someone says more positivity and focusing more on my mental health. That's so important this year. I think 2020 really taught us how important mental health is and focusing on yourself um, and just like being positive. Even when shit goes fucking south, just be positive. It really helps. Um, so that's a great resolution. Um, better GPA, someone says. I agree. Amazing. I also have, like, a GPA goal set out for myself for 2021. I'm not going to share it just because, like, nobody wants to hear anything like that. But definitely that's a good goal to have. But, again, try to make it more objective. Like, build a better sleep and study schedule. Um, adapt a new way of learning. Like, something like that that you can actually, like, tangibly measure. Although a GPA is measurable. But you know what I mean? Like, if you get... Uh, hung up on the number like the final result you're not going to actually enjoy the actual process of getting the better gpa and it's just going to be painful and you're going to give up and it's going to be ugly another one um stay healthy 100 important please everyone needs to stay healthy i swear that's so important especially with the virus and everything stay healthy very good and also like mentally healthy let's not forget about that and then someone else says, to make it through the school year in one piece. I agree. Please, let's do it. Let's survive 2021. Let's survive the second semester of online learning. We got this. And then, yeah, someone else says, survive the winter semester. Honestly, survival might just be important this year. That's fine. It's totally fine. Um, I'm excited to see us all survive. So, going on to some <laughs> stupid moments that I've had over the break of just thinking... And, um, yeah, I'm not very proud of some of my thoughts sometimes. Like, I just feel like I do come off a little bit, um, what's the word? Dumb, like dumb blonde, but it's okay. So, um, the first thing that I don't understand is like animals and like squirrels particularly. So here's my thought. So... <laughs> I just know I'm going to get so much backlash for this. Okay, so you know how humans live in this, like, this is how my brain works, by the way. Welcome to my brain thought process. So you know how, like, us humans, we have, like, and I know this is scientifically, my thought process right now is scientifically proven to be, like, literally bullshit. But anyways, this is what I think about at 3 a.m. So you know how like humans we have like our own language we go to school we have like family stuff like that so what if squirrels or like any animal but I'm gonna do squirrel as an example um has the same like they go to school they have like meetings where they like have school but like obviously they don't have desks but like it's still school it's like still instructions like instructional learning oh my god my washing machine one second brv I'm back and I'm starting to realize how stupid my thought process is. Anyways, point being is that, like, what if squirrels have their own world and, like, a language and they think of us humans as, like, the stupid animals that are useless? You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, this makes no sense. And I know this is proven by science. I'm literally reading about this in the Sapiens book, the point that, like, humans have, um, 
a developed language system and like a larger frontal lobe and the bigger brain but we don't know what if what if squirrels secretly have like a squirrel society and they have their own like communities and world and maybe they have their own currency like maybe pine cones are their currency you know what i mean anyways point being (laughs) okay point being is that i need to move on next (laughs) next is my um inability to understand beauty standards because so we've set out to think that like blue eyes blonde hair or like perfectly symmetrical features or like Bella Hadid is like perfectly beautiful but in reality if you think about it we could literally and I know this has been the case throughout centuries but we could say that like actually if you're skinny you're ugly you know what I mean like We've set out these standards that are like, oh, you need to be skinny, you need to be blonde, you need to be blue-haired, you need to be fit, you need to be this, you need to be that, you need to have a nice face. But it's like, we literally made those rules ourselves, and the fact that we're abiding by it just means that, like, we're just blatantly following, like, standards that we put out for ourselves. And the human race is known to break rules, and yet this is a rule that literally everyone either admittedly or unadmittedly follows in the sense that we all kind of will see a person and we will make a judge we will be the judge of their beauty just by looking at them and that sucks like that absolutely sucks that the fact that um like we judge a character based on what they look like based on standards that we put out ourselves that don't even make sense because we could easily change those standards if we all changed our mind and we were like actually everyone's beautiful period let's not judge on on beauty and i know that's this is impossible to do because we all have like biases but anyways i kind of started thinking about this when my friend talked to me and she was saying how like when she went blonde people started treating her better and the same thing happened when she lost quite a bit of weight and i was like oh like the guys you mean and she was like no like like people at the grocery store like she meant like cashiers and like um like if she was at a restaurant like the waiter would treat her better as a blonde and even better as like someone that was more fit than her previous self which was just as beautiful in my opinion just as like with a perfect body in my opinion and it's just like that sucks that we have these beauty standards that kind of define how we treat people and how we think about people and yet we put them out ourselves and we made them ourselves and they've literally been proven to cause severe mental distress and incapacitation and it's just like guys we're doing this to ourselves so this is something that i'm thinking about this year and this year right now and also something that i have a whole episode planned around so yes i'm crazy but that's okay so another thing i don't understand is medical school so i was looking into medical school. I mean, I still am very quite interested. I don't talk about it a lot because I'm not one of those people that's like, I'm going to go to medical school because um, they take like seven people. So like the fact if I'm one of seven, I will literally do anything for anyone that got me there because that would be amazing. But point being is that the other day I was looking at like the admission, the uh, what are they called? The like, the things you need to get into medical school, like, the credits, oh, prerequisites and stuff like that, and, um, I was, like, I realized that for McGill Medical School, 
you need to have physics. And I've never taken physics in university. And so I was like, shit, I need to literally rebuild my whole two-year plan around physics and start creating all these problems because I had so many conflicts with all the courses I want to take the next two years. And then I was like, wait, McGill is in Quebec. And, uh, you know, usually if you go to an out-of-province medical school or even just university for undergrad, you run into a lot of problems. And I was like, oh shit. So I go and look at their requirements and they take seven out of province people, seven, like seven. And I was like, as much as I love Miguel and I love Montreal because he was born in Montreal. Um, and I can't take Montreal citizenship or not citizenship, but like, you know what I mean? Like my health card and my driver's license is Ontario and I'm not going to switch it over because then I can't apply to any Ontario medical schools. Um, without being one of seven once again. So my point is that this process doesn't make sense to me. And I understand that it's a way to like veto bad candidates and like kind of take people out of the picture that might not be appropriate to hold a position of medical power in the future. But it's like, oh, this is so stressful. And like the GPA requirements are crazy and it's just very stressful. And the other thing that I was thinking about is that my friend, she goes to Guelph and she's in her first year right now, but she literally has a 4.0 at Guelph. And a 4.0 Guelph versus a 4.0 at U of T, everybody knows, is a totally different ballgame and means totally different things. If you have a 4.0 at U of T, you're most probably a genius, and I'm a little bit jealous of you. But if you have a 4.0 at Guelph, and I literally can prove this because um, I was talking to her about her exam and her, like, her exams for, and she's also in, like, biomed, um... And this stuff was just grade 11 review. And I swear my first year bio and chem stuff was astronomically harder than hers. And like I did struggle. But point being is that when you go to medical school, the admissions office, they probably know at the back of their mind that like a 4.0 from golf is different than a 4.0 from U of T. But nonetheless, they can't use that as like a factor of consideration because it's subjective. And so that absolutely sucks because medical school admission as well as like I don't know why I'm saying medical school like this doesn't apply for you know other post-grad post-undergrad program slash schools like even a master's program or like dentistry pharmacy whatever point being is that these things are not considered and they're huge stressors and they're huge kind of effectors of our GPAs and so that sucks. So that's my med school stuff. I mean, although there still is an interview and other things that they can that they factor into the process, but still, I was thinking about that the other day. Another thing I don't comprehend is cryptocurrency. So if you know me, I talk about Tesla a lot because I am um, heavily invested in Tesla and I'm a strong believer of like technology and anything Elon Musk is doing. I'm like, yes, you go, you go, you go, baby, like yay. Um, but point being is that um, I kind of keep up with the stock market. And although the economy still makes very little sense to me, I've just accepted it as it is. But what I cannot accept as it is is cryptocurrency because that shit makes absolutely no sense to me. So right now, I think Bitcoin is like, I don't know how much it is, like 50, 50 grand? No. Bitcoin price. So I was going to buy Bitcoin. It's 51 thousand Canadian dollars. So I was going to buy Bitcoin like a month ago when it was like 20 grand. Like I wasn't going to buy a whole Bitcoin. I was going to buy like a, I don't know, a 10th of a Bitcoin or something. Like I just wanted to buy one. But the thing is, 
if you know anything about Bitcoin, it's not like on the stock market. So you have to buy it through like this app. And the way that the app works is that it's like a third party app. So first of all, you need to find one that you trust, which I don't trust anything on the internet. So I don't trust any of the apps. And then they send you this like USB that apparently contains your money. And it's like, this stuff is so convoluted and it literally sounds illegal, even though it's like technically not because the way that Bitcoin was built is to not be illegal. And it's really like all a mon- money laundering thing. Anyways, point being, cryptocurrency makes no sense to me and it makes me really really fucking upset because it's it's exhibited like insane growth even over the last two weeks bitcoin has grown from like thirty thousand to fifty thousand which is almost like double um and so i'm losing it here and the other thing that i could do is invest in a bitcoin stock which takes 25 percent of the earnings anyways point being cryptocurrency to me makes no sense because and i don't think anyone fully understands it yet you know, huge investors buy it. Although everyone that I've, every single like investor that I've listened to, they always say to only buy 1% of your portfolio in Bitcoin. So like I wouldn't, you know, that's not a lot, but still it's a huge risk. And yet, you know, that I don't want to take because I don't understand it, even though I've been told by everyone to just go ahead and do it, but I don't get it. Anyways, the last thing I want to talk about for today Last thing I don't understand is UTM spotted. Um, if you go to UTM, which probably everyone that listens... Well, no, I know a few people that listen to go to UTM, but we have this stupid, stupid, and I mean stupid, um, spotted page, and it's like a gossip column or whatever the fuck. I hate that Instagram. I think it's such a toxic place. Um, some of the things that people say on there are... Um, insanely inappropriate or just like uncalled for um and so for that reason i don't like it and it makes me i don't know it just makes me angry and i think it's a very toxic place for a university and i don't think it should exist like i feel like there should be a more regulated way for people to connect oh my god i'm getting tired for people to connect with each other that doesn't involve blatantly bashing each other And so I did unfollow them a long time ago, actually, because I was just like, this is not for me. But yeah, it's just something I don't understand. I don't understand how people can say very hurtful things and hide behind an anonymous name and just have it posted in our own community. And they're okay with that. Like, I don't understand. So yeah, that's the last thing I don't understand. Um, I just wanted to talk about next week's episode real quick. So next week's episode is on Martin Luther King Jr., Um, It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day next Monday, um, January 15th, 14th? No. What? Oh, January 18th. Sorry, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, And so I thought that we would have an episode for that. I will have some appropriate guests that will be able to talk on the topic, um, to speak on the topic in a very good way. So I look forward to... um, that episode next week and I hope you do too and other than that we're still working on our little special vlog project hopefully that'll come out before the end of the month but we will see where the day takes us where the day where the month takes us and kind of how everything ends up and other than that I wish you all a wonderful amazing phenomenal bright 2021 I hope you are all creative and happy and healthy both mentally physically and emotionally healthy let's do it guys i'm so excited for this year i just have really good 
really good, um, what's it called? Um, perspective for this year, even though literally two days ago there was a civil war in the States. I'm joking, but all I'm saying is that let's stay positive. We got this. Um, I'm tired. I'm just going to go take a nap before I go on with my day. I have so many things to do today. It's crazy. But anyways, thank you for joining me once again on the Medium of the Message, and I wish you all the best at this first week of school. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay home, wear your mask, and I'll see you next week with some guests so it's not just me. Um, I know you love me, but like, let's be honest, we love guests. Okay, bye. See you later.